everyone, Derek Floyd here, Beautiful Now Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Chasing the Impossible. This is the segment where I interview special guests who happen to have accomplished seemingly impossible things along their journey to let you know that no matter how far your dream is, no matter how hard you've been chasing it, if they can accomplish their dream, you can accomplish yours too. And if you enjoy this type of content, do me a favor, hit me with a like or subscribe to the channel. This lets me get the most updated content to you as soon as it's available. And most importantly, over everything, if this really touches your heart, if it blesses you, share this with a friend because we want to make sure that everybody leaves uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Now, today's segment is someone that I just met and I've been inspired by for a long time. I watched her content on YouTube to figure out what camera to buy, how to set it up, how to use certain lighting. She's been kind of a distant mentor for me for quite a while. And I've always wanted to meet her, but I got the opportunity to talk with her and actually hear her story of how she became a video content creator and video marketing specialist. She's an entrepreneur who started her own business and man, her life from here to there has been a journey. But if you can listen to this, I'm sure you're going to find lots of great nuggets in how she got to where she is now. She's humble, she's kind, and she's experienced. And she's got a great story to share with you creators out there. If you're trying to build your channel and build your dream, listen to this story. I bet it's going to inspire you. Will you please help me welcome my new friend, Miss Diana Gladney. Diana, are you there for me to talk to me? Yes, yes, I am here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped. Wow, I have been waiting to meet you for you don't know how long. So you got a super fan over here like, woo, I'm fanboying okay. out right now. <laughs> fanboying out. That's what's up. So such a fan of your work. Thanks for taking the time. My pleasure. It's such an honor to be here. Wow. And how you doing today? Everything good? You living good? You know, anytime you got a good cup of coffee and you woke up that morning to sip it, you all right. You doing all Come right. On, let me get <laughs> right here. You know, it ain't even you, you know. Yeah, you live in you live in the dream. You're living the dream. <laughs> Gotta get my coffee on, girl. I'm just no good without it. I'm just a miserable human being without mm -hmm. coffee. So we here. Well, uh, thanks for coming on Chasing the Impossible. Here on this segment, I try to tell the story of people that have done things successful and share the ups and downs because people sometimes see success and they think it's just linear, like I just got here. But it's never that way. It's a left, a right, a up and down. And I want people to share that story so that other people can know, well, if they can do it, well, I can do it too. And I know your story is mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah, right? it's it's been, a, it's been a journey, you know, and I think that's the same thing with everybody. But, you know, the what happens and the, the micro nuances in between along the journey is always, I think, super helpful to help people figure out their, ne their next step on in their path. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for taking that time. So let's go ahead and just dive right in. Um, you know, you obviously are a video content creator. You're a producer of many things now. You got a bunch of, you got businesses tied to what you're doing now. And you used to have another full-time job, like something else completely different. When mm -hmm. did you decide to pick up a camera and dive into this whole content creation thing? Oh, goodness. I, the, so the first camera was my phone. And so that was the camera that I that I used. And so it was just like a it wasn't even anything like magnanimous, because for me, all I needed was like email, basic Internet access and just to make sure you had unlimited talk and text, which back in the day used to be the thing. So this is <laughs> like circa like 2015, 20, oh, 20, 2016 even. Uh, so it's like November 2016. And I'm like, OK. I want to have been wanting for the last year to get started in video and I just hadn't done it yet. And so 
I was thinking like to really buy a camera camera at first. And so I always say like November 2016 is when I bought a real camera. But honestly, it would be June uh, of 2016 when I actually used my did my first video and used my first real camera, which was my phone. So I think that's an important like different thing to 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 make. And it just was, you know, wanting to get started doing something different, you know, hired a mentor coach that was like, you need to start doing video, which I'm like, clearly you don't know who I am because I don't take <laughs> photos. I like, I will take the photos for you. I will not be in the photos. Like, you know, recycling the same seven ones on Facebook for the last 10 years. Like, I bet you didn't see this one. And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, he's insane. But so, so, so that was the thing I walked around to like, I, like trying to, you try to like, I'm looking at other people's video and I'm like, I don't know what I'm even doing with the phone and I'm just sweating. I'm getting nervous. Got the Whitney Houston lip sweat. And so I'm going to, you know, trying to take it in the corner. And I was like, that one looked like a prison photo going to take it outside next to bricks. That one looked like you about to get hit with a dodgeball. So it was a bad setup. I eventually went to, went to the car, 90 degree temperature. And that's where I did my first video. Wow. Wow. And, and before we even figure out what video it was, you what you what was your day job before? What was it? I worked in banking for like a decade of like yeah. it would be would be online banking and then eventually went to auto loan lending. So if you were applying for a car loan and you sent in your financials, I was the person to evaluate that to see uh, if you were financially stable enough to get the loan that you wanted. Wow. And and you just thought, I have something else inside me I want to do. Like what sparked you to go, I got to get out of here. This isn't it. Yeah, no, it definitely wasn't like a wake up. And it's like, you know, I think I want to do video. No, it was it was definitely a process before. So for the last 16 months prior to, you know, me wanting to do anything, it was like I went 16 months every single day in the most excruciating pain I've ever felt before in my life. Went to specialists and doctor after doctor, and they recommend another specialist and go to another one, paying all these co-pays. And I'm just like, this is not where it's at. And so this is in 2015. And so I'm literally, you know, talking to my best friend and I'm just like so frustrated because I'm having these excruciating pains. And it's like they don't want to give you pain reliever because it was always like that whole thing with uh, younger people being addicted to like strong medications. And I'm like, yeah, I don't even want to take the vitamin I'm supposed to take every day. I'm not trying to take <laughs> pills for fun here. And it's just like you get frustrated. You know, they can't and they couldn't figure out what was wrong. Finally got to the last specialist, uh, which I was literally like, I'm like, if they, he can't figure it out, then I'm done. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know how lethal those words could have been for me. Because literally after I saw him within two weeks time frame, I was on the operating table with having emergency <sighs> surgery because I almost died. And oh so, yeah, I wind up having uh, stage four endometriosis, which is a just kind of like a more or less one of those lifelong battle things. No cure, no idea how it happens, but it's just something that a lot of women suffer, suffer with. And what happened was uh, the endometriosis rotted my appendix. The appendix mm. flipped. And it started pulling and attached itself because it grows adhesions. And so it attached itself to my intestinal wall and it started pulling out the intestine. So you could see all of this on those surgical photos that they showed me like immediately after waking up. They's like, so if your intestine pop, you're gone. It's like, mm. if your appendix pop, you're gone. There's like, you, it literally was like a hairline, just like adhesion as to the, the reason why it was holding on. But mm. both of them was about ready to go. And mm. so 
I had no idea. I just knew it all. I was always in pain. Um, wow. And so it wound up being a lot of complications mm. to where my surgeon had to stop the surgery to go and interrupt another surgeon to grab him. He was in mid, the other wow. surgeon was already in mid surgery. So he had to stop him, bring him in saying like, I am not qualified to do this, but this needs to get done. So wow. somebody else is in mid surgery waiting because he had to come and stop and help me uh, to, you know, help take care of this issue. So I wake up, I just figure like, especially when you're young, like mm. I'm like in mid twenties, I'm thinking, let's just get this taken care of and then this goes away. Right. I didn't really understand the extent of what I was going to have to deal with, like the, literally the rest of my life. And mm. so it's like I'm waking up and they're flashing all these, you know, surgical photos uh, in my face and my mom. And they did like, you kind of druggy and groggy. And I'm like, and all I, only thing that registered with me is like, you almost died. Mm. Not that you, you could have, but you almost was gone. And so that very fine line and being in complete and total, just not even darkness at that point, but just like black, you see, you feel nothing. It's a very uh, weird experience to be under uh, anesthesia and stuff. Cause you, it's not, it's not rest, it's not sleep, but you're just not conscious. And so you have no concept of time or anything. So when I woke up, I didn't know like how long this stuff was going. Like I, I didn't know anything. So I just assumed like, wake up, like we heal, we go back to work or whatever. And that just wasn't the case. So it started that, you know, day one journey of like, now what? Because it wasn't until I had to explain to my sister in the hospital bed, uh, cause I was there for like close to a week. And I'm like, you know, I'm explaining to her, like, like I literally almost died. And it, when I, it wasn't until I actually said it myself after realizing it, cause I just would sit there and I wouldn't say anything. I didn't want to eat anything because I, I, woke up to a realization that whatever I thought I could wait to do, I almost wouldn't have been able to do at all. Wow. You know, wow. So the, 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 the fact that we live as if we have tomorrow <laughs> is like a biggest, it's like one of the biggest misconceptions of being a human being, because you may not have that option. And so, so when I got up from that surgery, I was a different person because I did, it bothered me that the best that could be, could be said of me at that time was I was a good coworker, a good mm. aunt, fun aunt, a uh, good sister, daughter or whatever, mm. and made good peach cobblers, crack some jokes, <laughs> you know, at work, like, you know, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I would, you know, what could be said? I had done nothing. I had, you know, wow. everything was like eventually one day, you know, and all of that. And I was just like, I don't have one days anymore. This is the second chance. So when I went back to work, which is still too soon, because I ran out mm. of PTO. <laughs> so I'm, I'm wow. hobbling into work. Because um, I, I just had nothing left. I didn't have any more money. I had really just started that job to be hired on full time. I was a temp for the last two years at that company. What? So it was no insurance. It was mm. no insurance. Like I'm barely Come like, as soon on. as I start work, I'm like, when do the two weeks for the whatever right. kick in? Because I need to have surgery like now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, and it's just, it's just, we hear the you're expendable, you're the whatever. But it's like when you really realize that like your badge gets shredded in the garbage disposal and then they just mm. put out on a new ad for to fill that position. Like that's all it takes. Like you're wow. that replaceable. But in your life and to your family and to whatever vision and stuff you're supposed to do, that really isn't replaceable. And so it just bothered me that there would be nothing that mm. could really be said of me if mm. I had died 
on the table or prior to if I decided not to go to that last specialist. So at that point, I started asking God, what is my purpose? Why am I for real here? Like, it's obviously a something. And so I just was extremely adamant about finding an answer. And so I know when God is telling me something personally, because mm-hmm. it usually is something I don't want to do. come on can i get an amen on that come on okay it's like i i don't want nothing to do with what you are talking about sir it's like i know it's like i'm in mid prayer it's like so lord i'm thinking i could go over here and it's like no do video and that's all literally all i got and i'm like huh that is like clearly the angels got it it's a fall coming through you know bad weather or something because the lines is getting crossed because i know he didn't tell me to go (laughs) but that's what it was it's like so it wasn't like a I'm interested in doing video. Right. It was having that experience, literally that life or death experience. And then when I asked what I should be doing or like, where am I supposed to go here? Mm-hmm. It all the only answer that I got was do video. And so Good I man. just was obedient to that singular thing. It wasn't like, I want you to empower. It wasn't all of that. Like you see on right. TV, it literally just like do video right. on the inside. It was really loud. Wow. And I didn't get it, but I knew it wasn't coming from me because I'm like, you do know I don't take pictures though, right? Like you, like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure, you know. <laughs> but you know me, guys. This is the wrong. You, right. you send the wrong signal because I'm over here. You know better. Exactly. Right? <laughs> I mean, this was for my sister. This this wasn't for me. But that's all it was was do video. God is so good at pulling us out of our comfort zone. That's when we know mm. it's Him. And you said something, and you, all your whole story is all about you know, realizing what my channel is about, which is my whole channel is about teaching people to be uplifted, encouraged, and inspired to live their best life right now. Because yesterday is not, go- is, not, is not here anymore, and tomorrow doesn't count because it's not here. And we waste so much energy worried about what's not here yet. And God's like, the only thing you got is right now. It's the most beautiful moment you will ever have. And if you miss it, mm-hmm. it's gone. Just like you mm-hmm. said, when you're on the table, wouldn't have woke up. That moment would have been gone. That's it. Mm-hmm. And my whole, my whole mission for what we do here is just to teach people, come on, man. Now is the only moment that counts. Do what you want to do. Do, what's, do what you're called to do right mm-hmm. today because it's what you were here for. And if you don't do it, it won't get done. God put you on the earth for a specific purpose. No one else can take your place. They can't do what you were going to do the way you were going to do it. And if you miss it, it's out. That's yep. heavy, but that's how we. That's how you think. That's how I think, and I'm, we're trying to get that point across. So I'm glad you shared that that way because this is it. Tell me, D, this is it, right? Mm-hmm. And that you know, it was a story that I had heard before. I was probably like 22 at the time from a mentor, and it's like I heard it and it resonated with me, but I never. It didn't mean anything to me yet. And so it wasn't until after like I had had surgery, which was and and I'm sure some people may have heard this before, which which was what happens when the day that you die, you go to heaven and God shows you this incredible person that did all these amazing things. And it's like, well, what are you showing me this for? And it's like that was who you were supposed to be. Mm, You mm, were supposed mm. to have done all that stuff. You didn't talk to me. You know, you you didn't believe it. But that was like, you were supposed to go and do all these incredible things. So that Mm. other version of the possibility, literally the only thing you got to step over is your own disbelief, you know, and other things that come with that. But it's like, that's who you are supposed to be. So like, then when I recounted that story again in my mind, I'm like, I'm going to get to her. I don't care what it Mm. takes. I'm going to get to her. This is my second chance. I'm going to get to her. Wow. 
So that's a huge chunk of the story that everybody probably doesn't know and that you mm. had a near-death experience. You came back and God just said, video. And that's where you started. That's the moment that Diana Gladney, Video Simplify, started. That's how it all got started right there on that table. So blessings for that mm -hmm. story and blessings for being obedient because you don't know how many people you've helped so far. You know, you sure. don't know how many people have watched your stuff, like me, like I keep telling you, you're my inspiration girl, who, who I go, yeah, that's how I need to do that. And if you had never done what you did, I wouldn't even be sitting here right now. So mm. blessings and thank you. Thank God for you being and thank God for being obedient and sticking to what God told you to do. What a blessing. What a blessing. Mm -hmm. So then let's circle back then. Let's talk about you pick up the camera, you start going into YouTube, you found there's something that you can do here. Was there anybody that inspired you when you first started out that kind of got you going or that you thought, oh, I can do this thing? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you just flat out. No. There was nobody As here. <laughs> honest to God, you're like, no, it was not. Like, no. Just flat seriously? out, no. You just yeah, called no. that. Like, <laughs> I mean, because some people wow. try to. I think some some people's like they get in these interviews and they're like, yeah, you know, I really was inspired. And sometimes they are legit inspired, but it's like, no, it was. <laughs> it's like what made like, me. No. <laughs> yeah, it's like like interview so like over. The, exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like it, it wasn't like oh, I see this person that looks like me. That like it was none of that. Like I saw no young black women on YouTube in that way, like doing video or talking about business or something like that. Anybody I did find that was a young woman or something, they were in a whole other niche, and their their survive, which was maybe authentic to them, it was nothing representative of myself. Sure, but. The one thing that I did take inspiration from, like I said, it was my coach who said, go do a video today, like our first coaching call. And I hired him because I'm like, okay, come out of this surgery thing. I've had time to recover, you know, do well at work and, you know, get at a higher income tier. I'm like, I want to figure this out. And so I hired my coach and he was like, you need to do a video today. And I'm like, today? He's like, yeah, do a video today. So on the inside, I felt the rejection of, he don't know me. You know, mm -hmm. he, he don't know. I don't take photos. He don't know mm -hmm. I don't do video. Mm -hmm. But I also didn't hire him for me to remain the same. And so mm -hmm. in an instant, like all of this internal dialogue happened like in a second. And I was just like, OK, mm -hmm. he's like, you want to do a video today? I'm like, yeah. So I do that smartphone video in my car, 90 degree weather, Whitney Houston lip sweat. But <laughs> it was just like it was just I, I'm so serious. I, I really mean that it was Whitney Houston. The whole the whole line. It's, you are a clown. You hear me? Clown. I'm just telling it like it is. Telling it like a T.I. is. I got you. Yes. And so I did that video and I looked back at the it's just like 60 seconds. And that's it sounds traumatic when I describe it. it's like 60 seconds. And that's mm -hmm. all he said was do 60 to 90 seconds and post it in the Facebook group, which is a private group, so that right. you could, you know, get get it out. And so yeah. I did it, and I was like, you know what? That's not that bad. And so <laughs> I started doing videos for like the next year, just like doing this uh, video challenge that he had in the group. So it was like a safe space to like test and stuff. It, but I would post those, like he would, like he said, would just post it to YouTube. It's kind of mm -hmm. like a free Dropbox, and you can post those to your website and embed those. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. But somehow I'm still finding problems in the videos. And I'm like, how is it that other people's stuff like look totally different? And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm thinking like more or less all cameras at that point are equivalent. And I'm like, no, that's not true because I'm like, even the phones are different. I'm like, so I got to figure this out. So I started going to YouTube 
and searching. And then that's how I came on like the YouTube more or less tips experts and stuff at that point and recognized that doing YouTube is an actual thing. I'm like, there's actually something that you can do here versus me just using it as a repository for, for my videos at that point for my right. website. And so the only thing that, that like was enough for me to do YouTube at that point is I saw a video that Sean Cannell did. And I think it was on like an action camera or something. And I was very curious of, am I going to be personally accepted here as melanated people have problems sometimes when we go in different spaces Come or we kind of need to code switch or show up in a certain way that's presentable. And I just Don't didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, well, I'm already doing this at my work, at my work, at, at my job every single day. I don't want to do that mm -hmm. on YouTube or whatever, something I exactly. actually want to do. But I do want to know what environment and culture I'm kind of stepping into. I saw that Sean Cannell had this, you know, uh, it's like a, again, sports action cam video, but he had like trap music in the background. <laughs> You're like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, if this white boy got some trap, you know, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just honest. You're like, okay, that's, we can that's make what this I'm, I'm like, this white boy got this music. I can put some trap music in there. Because I'm like, I saw these little bing bong corny ukulele music oh, songs. I'm like, I don't want to use that. Like, it's not authentic to me. I'm like, but do I have right. to do that? So right. like the first, like the first two videos that, that corny, ding, 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 ding. I was like, I don't <laughs> I'm like, nah. but so it was like the unlock to be me did come from Sean Campbell because I saw that he <laughs> was being himself. Mm. And that's all I wanted to know. It's like, can I be me? I don't want to dress up. I don't want to have to wear blouses all the time yeah, or yeah, suits yeah. and stuff. I'm like, can mm. I be me? And I saw Sean Campbell being himself and I respected that. And I, that was just all I need. That was enough of a yes to see one of his videos. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I can be me. And that was it. Wow. And and shout out to Sean. He's another one of the mentors, that silent mentors from way out here that I've watched his work. He's done an amazing job with that company mm -hmm. he's built, man. It's just, I mean, and it, it exploded. He was already doing great yeah. when I saw it, but it seems like it's expanded even more. I'm like, this dude is on fire. He's a believer. He's smart. Mm -hmm. He's funny. He's kind. Mm -hmm. All those things. And I just get that from watching him. Uh, one, one day I'm going to meet you, Sean. We're going to have a conversation. Much love for your, for your stuff, man. Um, so I see that that was someone that I won't say inspired you, but once you got started, gave you a, a leg up to say you can be you, and that's yeah. that's what we're talking about. That's awesome. That's awesome. So saying that um, goes into a different question, which is you said you didn't see anybody like you at first. There was mm -hmm. no us in that space, uh, mm -hmm. and I've been pushing harder and harder to figure out how can people like you and myself or other people, black creators. Make sure that, that we are seen out there because there are people like us that feel like they can't get out there to really go out and do it. How important do you feel it is for black creators to represent well? I think it's important because for so long, there's always been like in any industry, any niche, like different gatekeepers and different societies or different organizations or whatever. What doesn't get talked about a lot is like more or less the gatekeepers in regards to skin color. And we hate to talk about, you know, skin color or, or things like that, but it is something there, you know, I, and I'll, I'll say that. And it's like, it is something to be said about that. I do think it's important, but I also think it's important to understand that sometimes doing the work has nothing to do with the skin color. And so we, I see a lot of people, honestly, that start and stop. And the thing that if, us as a culture are going to really press through and to be a people and a person that shows up in these different respective communities, especially like on YouTube, 
you have to be consistent and like consistently show up. And I see far too often people kind of get like stuck in the squat <laughs> as, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> Jim Bro would talk about and Zig Ziglar, you know, it's like, it kind of gets stuck in the squat. This is like Zig would say, but it, so it's like, it's important. But the cool thing is YouTube doesn't care. YouTube yeah. is a community where you can be accepted, but you just have to push through the muck in the mire of solely just being on YouTube that has nothing to do with skin color so that we can have that representation in these different niches and industries. Yeah, I agree. And, and I think, as you're saying, I keep telling my other friends and people that I see out there, it's important for those of us that can do it, should. We should mm -hmm. represent well. We should let people, all the other young black creators that are coming up saying, hey, we can make that happen. Just like you look at, like you said, other niches like writers, like Shonda Rhimes, you know, she has pulled out the guns and she is a power player. And no one would have mm -hmm. ever thought you'd have a black woman writing, you know, three or four shows on television networks, right. killing it. Of course, Oprah right. is a gold standard beyond anything. And she built her network, her empire. And she was the first black woman to do something like that and be as powerful mm -hmm. as that is. Mm -hmm. Those are some markets we need to keep pushing for. And I, I hope that, creators like you and I can continue to push that envelope forward so that other black African-Americans, especially women, can see themselves up there and go, I ain't got to shake my booty to get there. I ain't got to go, yeah. you know, <laughs> do all this to get, you know, because that's what- No dancing I, I required. To, come on. Yeah. That's, that's what we used to see is just, mm -hmm. I had to do all this to make that happen. Mm -hmm. No, you don't. You can be an intelligent young black woman and get it done, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing. It's like, I, and most people don't, I don't think really pay, pay attention to that. I- entered into a predominantly male dominated space mm -hmm. you know but when i got predominantly introduced white male space Go yeah all yeah yes predominantly white male space however what was very interesting not one of them not one rejected or had a problem with me or nothing i've had zero issues so mm. sometimes like i said it's just like and it reminds me of that story of oprah talking about her going out for jobs and getting declined either because it was a weight or whatever. So she really did have to deal with some of those restrictions. But when it comes to YouTube, the door is open. Like the community mm -hmm. is open. It's just like, just do the work, keep showing up and put in like, like legit, just do the work and show up. And there's literally a whole community of people waiting for you. So sometimes some of that stuff isn't so much so because like YouTube is only pushing you know, Caucasian creators, it's, it's like, it's not, if that was the case, it'd be like CaucasianCreators.com. That would, it would not be. <laughs> like, it's called YouTube, not, you know, CC.com. You know, it's like, so. <laughs> I'm saving that one right there. I'm going to save that. I'm going to use it later. I, I, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like, seriously, I've met so many people from so many different, you know, walks of life. Mm -hmm. And, I didn't really realize like the impact of being, you know, a woman creator that is in the tech space until like last year. And I start seeing a ton of those comments like, oh, I finally found somebody that looks like me because I wasn't waiting to find somebody that looked like me. I was going to just be the person that looked like me. You know, it's there like it if that's what it took, then it's there like, it fine, is. I'll be the first one. I don't care. You know, I wow. saw a couple of people, which was Halise. It's like at Halise.mp4. Um, and so she had her channel and I saw Tech Me Out. Those were the only two black female creators that I know that come to mind that, again, look like me, their own essence, their own vibe and being themselves. And we're showing up other than that, for the most part, not that there aren't others, but as far as like tech or into cameras and stuff like that, that's yeah. who I saw. But still not in the same niche-esque in what I was trying to do. But I'm like, I don't care 
that this is predominantly, you know, white yeah. males in the space, they'll just get to know my name. And that's, and I'm cool with that. Yeah. You know, I, I've and they know your name now, girl. <laughs> they know your name now. Okay. 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 Come on. Come it's on. Come on. I'm giving you mad props. They know your name now. Um, so that that leads us to you. You, talk, you keep talking about doing the work and being in the mm-hmm. space. How long did it take you to find your unique voice in the niche? If I was to be completely honest, I really feel like around like 20. <sighs> I say 2019 for real for like end of 2018, 2019, because it's like your vision. If you, and the reason why I talk about longevity and consistency and stuff like that, cause you need time for your vision to grow. You need time mm-hmm. for that, that vision to mature. The initial instruction that you usually get of the, what you're supposed to do is not the final instruction. And I don't think a lot of people really realize that. So do video is the start. However, the to who and to do the what for is, is re- requires refinement. So I went through the process of doing small business and, you know, basically tech, not even tech kind of at the beginning, but it's just like slightly playing in that space. Then my audience loved it. So I'm like, I'm loving it. I'm going to lean more into this and then completely transitioning. So it's like, but I, I wouldn't be where I am now had I not started that at least start somewhere, decide, make a choice of the where it's going to start, allow that vision to mature by speaking, doing the message, showing up, doing the videos. And it's okay if that's not where your interested interest is any longer, let that, that vision mature. So I'd say like 2019, because it's been a maturation process since I first got started, you know, in 2016. So from 2016 to feels like 2019, 2019 is when I finally got to like it's like that last unlock at you know Super <laughs> Mario Brothers or something. And you, you finally wow. get to the level and you know this is a different level because the music didn't change and it's like <laughs> different characters is popping out and you're like okay. So that's that's oh, when I hit the video simplified and I'm like this is it because I kept asking like what is that when because when you think about branding, mm-hmm. Nike, you know just yep. do it. Just do it. Uh, even McDonald's, you know, kind of there. I'm loving it because it has to be like that two, three word thing. So I'm like, okay, I understand that. And I'm like, I understand the who I'm helping with what specifically, because that helps you with refinement as well. But I'm like, right. well, what's the brand? What is it? What's the essence? And wow. then finally, I was like driving on the highway going to like UPS or something mm-hmm. to drop a box off. And I'm like, video simplified. I'm like, that's what it's all about. Video simplified. Serendipity. So like, I would. Yeah, it's like, so I was like, I would say it's like 2019 because I finally got to, like I said, that last, last level of, not that it's the last level, but I finally got to that maturation process in video where I'm like, this is, this is the lane. Like, this mm. is, this is where I'm like, this is what I've been working to get to find that right instruction, find that right direction. And I'm like, okay, we home, we home now in this space. Wow. Now listen, listen, subscribers, it took her three years. If you listen to what she said from 2016, 2019 to find her voice. So if you're out here working this thing, it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take some grind. And like she said, mm-hmm. your first instruction may say do video, but you got to clarify the wins here. You got to clarify your instructions so that you get to the end of it and it may evolve as you go, but it's not, 
an overnight process. So yeah. thank you for sharing that and being real because people just think they're going to get on YouTube and go viral tomorrow. It don't happen like that. Y'all can quit lying to yourself. Good luck. Not for real. Most <laughs> of us doesn't happen that way. You know, right. every blue right. moon like, you get those, <laughs> what are you going to say? No, I was just like, good luck. It, it, yes, yeah, yeah. like, like you said, it's like every blue moon, but mm -hmm. I think to, that's giving yourself a little bit too much credit. That's Going viral, <laughs> like you got to be real funny, you know, Come real on. disgusting or something, you know, like, but like it has to be like a, an extreme wow factor, an yeah. extreme funny fact, like, I mean, like across that transcend everything, yeah. you know, <laughs> and it's like most of you can't get the the next three people in your cubicle to laugh. So if they if they ain't laughing, just let it go. You know, let it go. You're not going viral. So throughout that three year period, were there any times where you felt like, did I hear you wrong, God? Because this really ain't working like it's supposed to. Maybe I need a duck. Was there, and how'd you get past those moments? My mother. My mother. Oh yeah, it was plenty mm -hmm. of days because you see and you hear and sometimes the greatest distraction is yourself mm. and so you see and you hear other people's success and you always seem to catch the tail end of somebody else's journey and it makes it look like it was so easy but they didn't mm. see the years when you were going through the grunt work when you were grimy and dirty and please you know, it's like if you can please see, preach on if, if you could see the behind the scenes, sometimes the behind the scenes looks ugly. That's why it's behind the scenes. You know, it's like you trying to present the best here, you know, but working, working with little of nothing. And so because of that, I would get discouraged because I couldn't afford, you know, the more expensive gear. Something like three or $500 was a stretch. Cause I'm like, how much overtime I'm gonna have to put in to do this mm. and sit there and listen to such and such mouth and they kids and it's just like I'm, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know it's like it takes so long it's just like golly uh. and so I remember going to my mom's house and I would stand at the dresser and just kind of put my arm on the dresser and she'd be like what's wrong I'm like so I said to her one day I said mom what happens when you just feel like you're failing at everything like because mm. to me it's like this one singular thing that could be a singular unlock is now the reason why if nothing else moves, it's because of this one thing. So I'm not looking at the I'm failing YouTube. I'm looking at the future dreams and goals that I have that may never come true if this doesn't work. Mm. And because I didn't see, you know, it's like three years or even five years is a shorter time frame than 40 years at a job. But I'm, it's like, I'm committed to it, but I'm like, what do you do when you're failing and you can't? So she sit up out her bed. She was like, what is this loser talk? Is mm. you talking like, what is this that you're talking? Like, I didn't raise you and your, your father and I, we didn't raise you to be talking this loser crap. Like mm. you're not going to, and that, and this conversation continued. We're now going someplace else. We drive in someplace and she's still just grilling me. And she's like, you don't <laughs> fail. I'm mom. like, look, I'm. I promise you, I remember we were turning off of getting off the highway, going on to this ramp thing. And, and that ramp was the longest ramp of my life. <laughs> because she, <laughs> she is grilling into me. Wow. But it was right when we were just kind of like turning that she uh, she was like, you don't fail. You fail mm. forward. And she was like, Come you on. know, this John C. Maxwell. I'm like, yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. She's like, you know, this stuff. She mm. was like, you can't quit and it's not like don't quit youtube but this is your dream your vision your yeah. goal yeah. and i see it she was like your father sees it and she's like and if nobody else see it you should see it because god told you about it 
Come on. So so she's like, you quit this all loser talking. You go get it done. And I was just mm. like, yes, ma'am. And so <laughs> I, I didn't like what she was saying, but I ain't, you know, I don't know about these yeah. new generations, but you don't even hug, talk back, none of that. No. <sighs> like that, just doing that little breath, that's guaranteed to get you your bottom lip swiped off your yes, face, sir. okay? Yes, sir. So <laughs> yes, sir. The new kids don't know nothing about that. They all Listen. like, it's okay, Johnny. Our parents, you better hush that nonsense. What's wrong with you? Listen. Come on now. That's why I, I tell people, I was like, I don't have a big bottom lip by by because <laughs> it, none of our genetics is from getting popped in the mouth. And that swelling just never went down. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> don't you ever say, mm, yeah, hey, you didn't, didn't exactly. take no time. Come on. So I just, <laughs> that whole thing resonated with me. And to the point that I said, fine. I said, if it takes the next 10 to 50, it could be 39 years comparative to the 40 years at a job. I was like, I'm going to commit to making this work. And I always still kind of had a little bit of fear of always being in a state of trying, but never succeeding. Mm. But I was like, I could be dead too. And that is an ultimate failure because you didn't succeed in what you were going to do because you just cho you chose not to do it. And now you're out of time. And so I was like, I'm going to, I, that it was after that conversation with her and really just like kind of sitting in my cubicle, not doing any work, just staring at the screen. Mm -hmm. I was like, I am going to succeed or I'm going to die. And that was wow. like, every, everything was like, it's either this or it's death. Not that I was suicidal or something, yeah, but it's like, yeah. it could be grave or it could be do another video, do yeah. it again. Buy another course, buy another mm -hmm. book, attend another webinar, go to a mm -hmm. watch another, you know, you so every day at work set up for the I'm like at least 30 hours every week going through personal wow. development courses and stuff. So when I got home, I could execute. So it was my mother that kept wow. me and my like my dad. I didn't ask my dad anything, but it's like if I was, you know, my mom and dad had been together for longer than I even know, but it's like, <laughs> if I'm talking, it's like, if I'm talking to one, I'm talking to talking, talking to another. Right. And, but it was for sure. Like my parents carried me through some of those moments of when you just feel like you can't. Yeah. Yeah. And see, you speak in truth because the, the parents that really care, that really know you, they're going to push you past those points and not let you quit. And you mm -hmm. said two things that were that were enlightening to me. So you said, number one, you said you hired a coach in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you dedicated yourself to getting this thing right because the information you didn't know, you hired somebody to teach you. Okay, mm -hmm. subscribers, check that one out. Sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you can't figure it out. Sometimes you need to hire somebody because somebody's already done it in some way. So get the information of how. Get someone that can coach you through it so you can be better. That was number one. But number two, you said, okay, I got to fail forward. And you and I, I'm sure we've both heard that curse by John Maxwell. I've heard it a hundred times. But as mm -hmm. soon as you fail and you really realize that you're learning with each failure, you're learning what not to do. You're learning how mm -hmm. not to do it. You're learning different things. And it failure doesn't become so crash. Now it becomes a tool. Mm -hmm. And you, you think, okay, I, I can make this happen. They, I've heard now fail fast. Not just fail yeah. for it, but fail fast. Do as many failures as you can. Get through all the no's so you can get to the yes. I know you've heard that too, right? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's I, I don't know what the what the switch happens is. And I think it's just like conditioning and environmental circumstances, if you will, of being around who you are and the who you listen to. But there's something that happens from the time that you're a kid to the time that you become an adult now pursuing your goals. Because I can remember being fearless, no matter how bad I scrape my knees or how mm. bad the, the I hit the ground, just simply trying to learn to ride a bike for fun. I am not going to the Olympics. I am not trying to do a cross country thing. <laughs> I am setting zero world records records. I just want to ride my bike competently without training wheels with my friends. You know, it's like that is the that is the singular goal. I I still got big gaps and just like skin discolorations from like scraping my knees and stuff like that now from simply wanting to ride a bike for fun. So I'm like if this is going to be for fulfillment and purpose in life, then I just had to re-tap back into that fearless version of me as a kid that just was gung-ho. It's like, it's times when your parents say, don't go outside. I'm sneaking and going outside. It's worth the whooping <laughs> because I need to practice riding my bike so I can get better. So I'm I like, how can it. I How can I be more afraid of pursuing my, my purposeful work than riding a bike? I was like, it's impossible. I'm like, so I just, you know, tap back into that little version of me. Mm. I love it. Love it. Being fearless, being fearless. And and scripture says, be courageous. You know, mm. you, you don't have to be afraid. You know, what, I love what we talk about when you say be fearless or have courage. It's you can either be fearful or have courage and, and fearful doesn't get you anywhere. You know, mm. you don't accomplish anything by being, a, being afraid. And it, so it's, it's just a waste of an emotion at this point. If you can be, if you can have courage for something, there's a result at the end. There's something you're working toward. There's something you're going to have happen in your life. So, Hundred percent in the fearless, love it, love it, love it. Um, what was with all this going on? What was the exact moment that you felt like, okay, I'm gonna do this full time? You were at the job, you're working your thing, you you were doing it on the side. It was the side hustle. When did you go? Okay, I'm actually leaving my nine to five and putting everything on the table, and I'm going out. Today I quit. <laughs> I just <laughs> some of my story is not cute. It has none of the. <laughs> You know, the escalator ride, it don't right. happen like that. I, I already, like, envisioned, like, quitting, but I envisioned quitting with a plan. I had zero of those things together when I actually quit. It literally, I'm telling you, it's like, it's so funny. It's like when I think about it, because, again, it's like some stories, it sounds, it sounds really fantastic. And right. then it's like you get to me and it's just like, yeah, I just left one day with zero, like yeah. $90 to my name. I think it's like 96 <laughs> to be exact after paying bills on a pay Friday. And I'm like, okay, so my next check is not even going to be a full check. Wow. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? So, wow. but what happened, what led me to that moment, because I had been feeling that like that for like the last two years prior. And so every day I walk in, it's like, you have what you say, right? But I'm not tripping off of what I'm saying at that point. Mm -hmm. But every day I walk in, it was so funny. My one friend would just call me Eeyore because it's like, hey, hey, how you doing? That? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Oh, it's going to be, yeah. It's like a hate coming in. Can't stand you know, like, Can't Yes. And it's like, she's like, <laughs> so that would be a thing in the morning. And so, uh, but I'm just like, I just, it's so soul sucking. But then at something, at some point though, um, you know, it's like the, 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 how I'm feeling question or how are you doing today? Got to be a point to where I, I just would say, I feel like I'm dying. And that was an honest response it's like i feel like i'm dying here like the inside of me and the things that i want to do are are like smothering under this job and it's mm. like i couldn't i couldn't really further explain that but that's just like i was like i feel like i'm dying here like i 
I just, I feel like I'm dying here. And that's how I felt truly. Um, but I was, again, I'm committed, I'm pushing through, but it's like everything was just getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, from the job opportunities decreasing, me not wanting to play the game in corporate America anymore. And so I just would decline even opportunities that I am getting because I just didn't want to, I didn't, didn't want to do it anymore. And I said, like, well, won't you just get another job? And I'm like, yeah, that's not the answer. I'm like, mm. it's not another job. I'm like, cause I'm like, God, I don't want another job. I don't know what needs to happen. So my prayer life just became a bunch of complaints, driving <laughs> 80 miles per hour down a highway in a 60 miles per hour lane. Just like, Come Lord, on. it's like, I don't know what needs to happen, but something got to change. I'm sick of this. Like, it's like, this is, this is suffering. Because mm. I'm like, the, the things that I see, I can't grab them. Mm. And mm. it got to the, like, the job was trying to, like, they was just contracting consistently. And mm. it just was so, just, I don't know, it's so soul sucking. Mm. And it was one one thing where they were trying to encourage people, had done a huge lay, uh, layoff, huge layoff. Mm. And so it got to a point they would give you these little punk pizza parties where it's like <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you, know, you it's said like, punk pizza party like that ain't no pizza what? party yeah. you know, you know it's, like, it's like some of them it's like i'm just gonna go get subway or something well, they got free pizza. i don't want your pizza i know what this is it's like y'all not you know what i'm saying like we did this in first oh, grade now wow. like, no, come on so i'm like so i'm like okay this is when i'm gonna eat the pizza and so i'm having a good day having a good day me and my coworkers, you know cracking jokes or whatever and i did well at my job but i it just i just like i be, it wasn't even a bad job in that way it just i was i didn't belong there and i knew it but i didn't know what else to do uh because i'm like i'm just gonna have to wait for things to happen when it came to youtube and so my supervisor supervisor came around with this clipboard and she's just like every day every day Coming around with this clipboard, looking for a reason to write somebody up, even mm. like their best of the best people looking for people's getting just written up because they were trying to reduce funds, like as far as the expenses. So mm. easiest way to get rid of people. And so she's coming around and I was having a good time eating a little punk pizza and, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like mid laugh or whatever. And she come over. She never looked me in the eye. And she only looked at my desk because if you had your phone out or something on your screen or whatever, mostly it was like a phone thing, then that would be like a write-up or whatever. Whereas before we never would like get written up so severely or so quickly. It's like, hey, you know, I was like, okay, my bad. Came back from sure. break, forgot to put it away. Um, but she came over, she never looked me in my face and she was like, how's it, how's it going today, Diana? How's it thing? And I'm looking her dead in the face, I'm fine. And she never looked me in my face time until the last one she's like oh okay yeah all right just searching the desk i'm like you want to check my bag you want to pat me down like i had a whole attitude just like that wow. and i was because wow. i'm like you ruined my good day that i was having because you're looking for a reason if you want to mm. write me up i even if it's for bring the paper i have the pen let's just get this out the way then at that point wow. but like she came over just looking for a reason to and i just like i lost it mm. i lost it mm. and so I went home that like the drive didn't feel right. Mm. Drive home didn't feel right. The dinner that night didn't feel right. I ain't gonna talk mm. to nobody. And I'm just like, God, if you don't do something, I'm gonna punch somebody in their throat. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, it's <laughs> coming. It is coming. Assault <laughs> charges. It's like local St. Louis woman, attack supervisor, supervisor. And I'm, I just like, 
I'm like, Lord, I'm a, like, it's like, uh, you see Medea's like, Lord, I'm going to go to jail, girl. I'm going to go to jail. That's, I, 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 I was so furious. Oh, that next Lord. morning, the next morning, I just, again, drive didn't feel right. Same mm. complaint, prayer, on repeat. Mm. On repeat. Walk Come in. On. Yeah, walk in. Same response. It's like, you know what? One of these days, I'm going to walk in here, I'm going to quit. That was that was what I used to say. Every, like, almost every day. One of these days, I'm going to walk in here, I'm going to quit. That day, I ain't really got nothing to say to nobody. I don't want nobody to say nothing to me. And I just start clearing my desk. Almost like... Wow. I, it was it felt like like you hear and you see like those outer body experience on TV or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, I am moving and I'm like on the inside, like, girl, you better get some work done. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> like, you know, and I'm like, are you they finna come tap you on the shoulder? Like, hey, wow. we ain't seeing no accounts. come. I started deleting right. stuff what? from my computer. I started okay. shredding stuff. Everybody like, what are Damn. you doing? Like, and I'm like, yeah. just cleaning my desk, wow. putting stuff away in a recycle bin. Um, start, you know, just like, just started cleaning my desk. And so I started deleting programs and stuff, uh, sending off files that I was working on to other coworkers. What you send this to me for? You're going to need it. Um, and I went in the bathroom and I looked in the mirror and I was just like, I'd never said a word, but as busy as the company would be though, too, somebody would usually come in the bathroom. I was kind of waiting for that to be the excuse of the why. I don't mm. follow through with what I feel like I'm about to do. Mm. And I'm like, Lord, I'm about to quit. Like, I'm just me looking at me in my eyes. Mm. And I'm never saying a word out loud, but I'm like, I'm about to do this. Mm. And it was uh, something I said to my friend that she threw back at me because I texted her that morning, like, I just want to quit. And she was like, I'm tired of hearing you complain. Either you're going to do something or you ain't. And mm. she's like, either. Wow. And, get, you and to, so she, mm, oh, get off the pot. Come on. Yes. So it was something I said to her in a moment of, you know, her like going for her dreams and stuff. And I was like, you know, we're getting too old. Either you're going to trust God or you ain't. Come on. And so she sent that text back to me. And she's like, either you're going to trust God or you, or you ain't. Either If he said quit the job, then walk out. Wow. And she was like, wow. but don't text me no more saying you want to quit if you're going to wow. go through it until you finish your shift. Mm-hmm. I went in that bathroom. I looked in the mirror. I'm like, Lord, I don't know what's next, but I'm going to have to trust you because I ain't got nothing else. Wow. Paid my bills on the company computer. You ain't right. Paid my bills. You know, I tell the truth. <laughs> Telling the Come truth. On. Tell the truth. Pay, paid my bills. Mm-hmm. Looked at my bank account. I'm like, ninety six dollars. Mm. It's not even. A, it's not even the next paycheck. It's not even gonna be a full one. Wow. I don't even have enough to like have a income or rent for the next month or whatever. Like I have nothing. Mm. And so, supervisor comes out the restroom. I walk up to her. I tap her on the shoulder. It's like, hey, I'm resigning. My keys and my badge are on your desk. Can you badge me out? She's like. Okay, so everybody's used to me being real jovial and just, you know, more or less crack jokes or whatever. Either I'm like crack jokes or I don't feel like talking, my head buds are in. It's just like, leave me alone because I'm, I'm trying to do something. Right. Um, and so she's thinking like I'm, a crack jo- I'm cracking a joke or whatever, and I'm just, you know, want to have a candid conversation walking back to the desk. Only problem is I have like a Walmart, you know, shopping little plastic bag tied up with a bunch of stuff in it that was in my desk that I'm taking with me. 
everything else. The desk is completely cleared, wiped down and everything. And my actual keys and badge are actually on her desk. And she was like, oh, oh, you like you serious? She was like, wait, 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 hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like several times as we walk into it, she's like, wait, she turned around, stop. Like, wait, we need to like, we need to talk. And I'm like, it's nothing to talk about. She's like, but she's like, but wait a minute. She was like, we we've been working on. I'm like, I know and I apologize. But she was like, she the whole time just keeps stopping. Like, OK, she was like, well, don't. Like, do you want to take some days off and think <laughs> about trying this? To save I, it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, there's there's nothing to think about. I'm like, you've been great and fantastic. I have zero complaints with you or about you or anything. You you really are great, like supervisor, a great person. Mm-hmm. Like, you're fine. And she was like, wait, she's like, we like I'm like, just swipe the badge and let me out, please. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't make a big fanfare. You know, usually it's like you think you're going to do all this different stuff. Right. No big fanfare. Right. None of that walked out. Wow. Mm-hmm. Girl, you got, you know, what's a steal is what you got. And I, you know, I ain't going to say the word because it'll be a family friendly show, but you know what I'm talking about. But then again, you knew it was time. And God it, gave it you was, that extra dose of courage to walk out. That was it. It was just like you say, you trust God or not. And you decide yeah. you made a decision that moment to trust God and you walked out. Yeah. But here's the, here's the caveat with that, because that makes it sound like I'm, I have zero fear at this moment. Mm-hmm. I could have pooped on myself <laughs> successfully <laughs> without wow. restraint. You know what I'm saying? Like I literally yeah. could have lost control of my bodily functions as how afraid I was. It's like that peak moment on a roller coaster mm, before it yeah. just engages. Wow. I felt that for the next two to three days nonstop. Wow. And the only thing that I could do is recite my affirmations and the prayers in the scriptures like god did not give me a spirit of fear Fear. i'm like lord i'm like you gave me this this thing for me to do and Mm -hmm. you keep saying in the bible that you're a god of an of abundance and i was like and with you there is no lack and i just kept repeating that every time i had a fearful like that it would come back up like i couldn't even really eat nothing the next couple days Mm -hmm. i was so afraid i went and told my parents like if i get put out i need to come like here like immediately so i probably need to go ahead and like prepare for this and they was like fine are you going to get a job i was like i deleted all my resumes i like burned the ships i don't like i'm not going for another job but i do need somewhere to stay and so i called my sister and i called my parents and i'm like if which is like a good relationship on both. But I'm like, if they can't house me, I need you to. I don't care if I sleep on the side of the dining room table on the floor wow. on my air mattress that I have for when the kids come over here. I'm like, mm. I need to like like I need to. So I start setting up and preparing to just not be able to, you know, financially support myself any longer because I wouldn't have no more money. Um, went to my rental office, told them that I needed to cancel my lease. I signed all the papers and everything. Wow. So fun fact though, faith and trust and confidence in God means something. Come on, come on. That's how I started working with Think Media. Mm. That's how I started working with the incredible copywriter that's Ray Edwards. I got more clients from people that I didn't know and my company ran and still runs off of referrals or either people finding me from YouTube. There is Mm. nothing that I could have done. I ran zero ads. I still have run zero ads. As far as my business or whatever, I just put out a post on Facebook that said, I just walked out of my job. I quit my job and I'm starting my video 
uh, production company because I was going to do freelance work because I knew how to edit. And I had set up the company 30 days before just as another source of income. Mm -hmm. But I didn't plan to like be like reliant on that income. Mm. But it wound up being everything that I was getting ready to do that were kind of like moves because I didn't fully believe like or or didn't know what was going to happen. I went back to the office and was like, y'all can actually cancel that. I got the money to pay for my rent. It's like, I actually can keep my car and pay my car off, you know, Mm. recently. Be just from being full time. It's like, I actually can, you know what I'm saying? Still go out to eat and have fun with my friends and nieces and nephews and stuff. So Mm. not all of the things that I thought I would have had to do. It's just like that faith, trust and confidence of God. It just meant something. So I've been able to keep going. You know, which is baffling. I thought I would never be able to buy a new camera like for a while. Like it'd be mm. years or something. Like I thought I would just like barely be living. Mm-hmm. But that day that I came home at, like that was, it was some magical stuff that happened that day. And I don't mean like magic as in like a, a, a wand. I mean, I, like I got you. I have n- had nothing. There was nothing but God moving at that point because it surely wasn't me. Come on, Jaira. You are enough. Come on. You are enough. That's it. Listen. If all I got is you, then I, then I got enough. Exactly. Man, you had to walk that out. That's no joke. Mm. We sing them songs. We talk about it in church. God is all you have. And if that's it. But you had to physically walk that out. So, yeah. you know, come on. Nothing but mad respect. And, and just you blessing me just hearing the story. Because I'm just like, you know, my faith is strong. But, man, hearing that and knowing how you had to really walk that through without. There was no crutches. There was no plan B. Either you're going to make this happen or not. This was it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. wow. Wow. What a blessing to hear that story. What a blessing to hear that story. And God came through. Of course, we knew he would. Mm-hmm. But you you, you knew he would. You just didn't know how. Yeah. It's like the, and that's the thing. People, I would get messages. Even to this day, I get people, it's like, okay, so I'm ready to quit. I don't, listen, I was like, I, you may not want to hear this, but <laughs> if you don't have faith and trust and confidence in God, like for real, for real, mm-hmm. I'm like, if you quit and walk out, like most people got like kids or family. I'm like, listen, don't have your wife you know, DM me or emailing, <laughs> and you made my husband, <laughs> you made my husband quit. Now we eating ramen noodles. It's like, uh-huh. hey, man, get you the chicken flavor. Y'all be all right in Jesus' name. Hey, man, three minutes. Hallelujah. You, right. <laughs> you are not right. You're going back to the school. You're going back to the old school. Come on, ramen noodles, chicken flavor. Right. That was my favorite. Watch out. Listen, and I'm yeah. like, I, I, but that's the thing. People still ask, like, well, how did you do it? It's like, yeah, I was putting in work before. But I'm like, even still at the day that I quit, there was no reason to suggest why things should have worked. I was like, so I said, you're going to find out what your belief system really, truly is. If you just been saying something all this time, rocking on the pew, just enjoying the music, or if you've been for real in the grind and stuff. And I tell people all the time, it's like, I can't can't confirm or deny if I'm fully saved the way I felt sometimes. It's like, so. <laughs> and I'm just like, look, Lord, I don't know what else going to happen, but you left me here. You gave me a second opportunity. Mm. I'm believing that I shouldn't have to touch another job application because wow. it's like this that's inside of me is stronger than anything I've ever felt. And mm. I want to do and I want to do it and I'm willing to commit to it. But wow. I also don't have anything of me to make mm. this succeed. Like it has yeah. to be you because I can't do nothing else. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm like, I can't. Mm. So even that day when I got home from work, and I'm shaking and I'm just like, God, it's a Friday. I'm supposed to live stream. I'm like, I got, mm. I'm like, screw it. I'm setting up the stream. Say I quit today. Right. And even then, Holy Spirit is like, why don't you email Uncle Ray? Because I, in, in my heart, in my 
like I always, like you said, you got mentors and people that you know and connect with, but don't know you. That was Sean Cannell for real. That was, you know, uh, Ray Edwards. And so um, what was funny was I got the invitation to send them a proposal. I had been, I had hired, you know, Think Media for the, like in their courses and stuff. So I had, mm-hmm. I had been paid for courses. I'm paying to get access. I ain't have the money. Bills was getting cut off. Come on. Not bills were getting, but lights and stuff was getting mm-hmm. cut off. Whole time I'm still working the job and stuff. So I could afford to even hire the coach to any of the, I never had the money mm-hmm. to do it. I just was doing it anyway. I was wow. just like, mom, can I come and eat over there? She'd be like, you know, you ain't got to ask. I'm like, cool. So it's going to be about 30 days. Y'all will be having dinner together. <laughs> I'll be here with you. <laughs> we'll be here at the we table. will be having dinner just together. Just <laughs> Right. So it's like, that's the stuff that nobody sees. It's like, you can't mm. afford food for yourself for real. So come you eating now. at your, your parents' house or your, your lights get cut off. So you taking care of stuff that you need to maybe at work or at somebody else's house. And then you come home. So, you know, it's like that's that's the stuff that no nobody like really understands. But like I said, the day I got home when I quit, it was like all these little unctions and stuff. So it's like I got the DM from Heather. She's like, I'm so proud of you. She's like, you've been doing a lot of work. She's paying attention to the journey. I don't know that. And she was like, send us a proposal. We'd love to work with you. So got the invitation to work with Think Media. And then it's like I'm getting ready to you know, relax for a, a little bit, but I'm like, I got to figure some stuff out. I, however grimy it's got to be, I got to figure this out. It's like, why don't you email uncle Ray again? I know this ain't coming from me. Cause I'm too scared to even think about some stuff like that. He don't need me. <laughs> got a probably multimillionaire, multiple companies, business like this guy's mm. a master, master copyright. He don't need me. Right. I, I keep his book on my desk, right? but he don't need me. Mm. Like, so I email him using his formula in his book on copywriting. Wow. Because he said everything is copy. So I use his pastor framework against him. And it's like, I, I kid you not, like this book, it sits on my desk every single day. Wow. I use it, I got it tabbed out for the one pastor wow. framework. So I pull that book out. I start using it in the email. It took me probably like 45 minutes to write that email. And at the end of the email, I put a PS. Yes, I did use your own copywriting framework against you because you said everything is copy and if your book and the stuff that you write works then this email will work <laughs> <laughs> you did not do that you yes did i not. did I, yes oh, i did see yes see. i did <laughs> sent that email and was like okay screw it screw it i was like i, I release it i'm done with it i'm like I'm if it work it. it work yeah if it work it work if it don't it don't so i got that <laughs> message and it can't it comes back through like i don't know within like 30 or something minutes Mm-hmm. He said, "Very good, young Padawan. I'm intrigued. <laughs> let's 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 figure this out." Wow! And so I'm like, "Wow!" Mm-hmm. Everything else just like came out of referrals that I can't even explain. Wow. Like the stuff that happens next because it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. Well, you have shared a ton, and I don't want to keep you a whole lot longer because I'm just blessed by the story. So I only got a few more questions just to tell us off, but you have blessed me, and I hope you've blessed the subscribers that are watching because there's so much wisdom in what you said. Um, I'm going to curtail us and, and put us in a space where you're talking about now you're the entrepreneur, and you're mm-hmm. on your own, and you've walked through a lot of stuff out there that people may not understand and may not be there yet. What are a few of the key maybe missteps that you made as an entrepreneur that you can say, hey, watch out for this and don't do that. That will destroy your whatever. But I'm sure there's missteps that you made that you go, hmm. So share one or two of those that people, but people will understand. I wasted a lot of money 
early on because when you're thinking about getting a video and you're thinking about getting on YouTube, the people that you see on the platforms are not bad or trying to, you know, mislead you in some kind of way. But when you don't fully listen and you don't fully understand maybe their perspective or why they're giving the advice that they're giving, you can find yourself buying a ton of gear, a ton of equipment that you don't need. You don't understand how this is going to work together and you and you over invest and now that investment mm. starts to spoil because you can't effectively use all the things that you have and so if there's one thing that i can honestly say especially because most people are concerned about their finances and they are concerned still about being professional looking a certain way and stuff like that is understanding that what you have is enough which is your phone at that point get some lights and get a microphone past that learn cameras and stuff maybe a little later or if whatever you invest in, learn that because it's not really about buying a whole new camera that's going to give you some new look. It's really about learning to apply and fully learn what you have first. Otherwise, you're just going to keep buying stuff and your stuff is still never going to look any better. Mm-hmm. And see, you preaching because I bought this camera because you told me to. And then I still didn't <laughs> know how to work it a year and a half later. And you fixed the camera lens in, in two minutes. So I'm super salty with you about that. But that's the real deal about knowing what to do with this gear I bought. So you just yeah. preaching to me. And I'm feeling like, man, I just bought this camera. Had to get permission from my wife and get a lens. And she's like, you spend a lot of money on this stuff. I'm like, but babe, I got to get this stuff. If I would have just been quiet, used my phone, I might have been all right. But, yeah, you know, see, so you preaching to me. It's okay. I, I'm here. We we here. We here. I hey. You. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's going to be it. That's going to be me and you's thing for a long time. You fix this camera within a couple of seconds. So. Uh, well, that's good. That's good advice. You know, don't over, don't overspend. Don't overinvest. Most people tell yeah. you, "Oh, buy some more stuff." You're like, "No, no, 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 no." See what what you got. Learn mm-hmm. what you have in your hand. God said when He was talking to Moses, "What do you have in your hand?" Mm-hmm. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that stick. Then I'm gonna take right. care of everything. Don't try to buy everything else. That's right. We don't. Even, we don't know if that was pine. We don't know if that was you know equivalent <laughs> of particle board. We don't know what we that don't stick know. was made. Yeah, but it's just like we just know. We just assume it was the greatest, finest. Come you on. know, whatever. It literally could have been the equivalent of the trees that you throw out your yard. You know, when you exactly. come to yard day, is the thing exactly. that moves. You know, it's like so. It's like understanding the tool is just a tool. It's the it's same way that I give the analogy of. Like I love Cynthia Cooper, uh, WNBA all-star, mm-hmm. you know, basket player. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you could put a basketball in her hand. You could put a basketball in LeBron James' hands. The value of that tool now is amplified because of their mm-hmm. skill level. Come you on. give me that basketball, it <laughs> may be less. It ain't even worth whatever you got from Amazon when you ordered wow. it, okay? It's depreciated. Because of the skill level, you know, it's like you, so it's really just about the skill. Yes, you can work some magic with a a great and fantastic tool, but whatever you have, if you put that tool in the right hand of a skilled person, they can make some things happen. So learn to become the skilled person versus learning to buy whatever tool that that skilled person that you see them with is using. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. And now that you're successful with your business, uh, are there a few new challenges that you faced that you didn't know were going to be on the other side of success? We just see, oh, it's successful, you're great. But there's other stuff that arises now with this new level you've reached, no? Oh, for sure. Um, I love when I got a chance to have a recent conversation with, you know, again, Sean Cannell, Heather Torres. I love them. They're like family. Um, it was in describing and having that conversation, okay, like, well, what's next now? You know, what's, what's, what's the goal? What's, what's the vision? And so there's always 
a new mountain to climb. You get to the peak of one mountain and there's another mountain. And so what appears as, as success in one person's eyes is really just about perspective. So for me, like, you know, I could, it could be said that, yeah, I'm, you know, I've achieved some level of success. However, to me, I'm always looking at that other mountain. You know, I'm just always looking at that other mountain. So for me, it's like trying to remain, have some level of humility. You know, if there's one thing that I would say would be a mistake is getting big headed. Mm. Remain, you know, remain humble. Like don't discredit yourself, but remain humble in knowing that next new mountain that you're climbing is it's still the same stuff, just at a different perspective, you know? Mm. Mm -hmm. Wisdom, 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 wisdom. All right, we have talked it all. Last question, close it out. This is super easy, but maybe not. But thank you for taking so much time with us. I've learned a lot. <laughs> and I just appreciate you sharing your story, being real, being transparent, and realizing, most importantly, that the guy was the source of all of it. Because, you know, we can all be here doing 100 things, but if, if God ain't behind it, if, if God's not moving it, it's not going to mm -hmm. happen. So, you know, blessings for sharing that story. Now that your channel is quote-unquote recognizable, the brand is out there, everything is moving the right way, what's next for Diana the person and Diana the company? Where do you see? Because you said you see another mountain. What is your next mountain? It's really about building and creating other leaders in their respective spaces, not to build up other you know people that are in tech and doing cameras. My ultimate vision, uh, which is why Video Simplified is something that's you know for me to do, is because I my next mountain is really just about on a massive way. Like I want people to like dominate their state, you know, then dominate your region, dominate, you know, literally wherever it is that you are, because I just like, I want to see people get over this. Oh, I can't do it. These limiting beliefs and all this frustrating crap, because I want people to start like activating their purposeful work. So I want to get more people that are being successful in their respective spaces because they leverage the medium of video to share their vision. That's what I want. I want more people's lives to be changed, not necessarily so much so because of my vision, but because other people are putting their vision to work because they got past the tech, they got past those things. That's what's important to me. So for me, the person, like that's ultimately what I'm doing. I'm, I'm working and I'm working my butt off to build and create other leaders in their respective industries because there's a vision and a purpose that those people have that needs to come to fruition. And sometimes some of these issues that we see on TV that are like, why is nobody doing that? Because you still sitting on your butt asking why nobody's doing it. You supposed to be doing it. Come on. You know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's one thing. As far as me, the the entrepreneur, the creator, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking to just expand again on my personal vision. That's it, it ties into each other. You know, that's my next thing. So it's really about building out the company, you know, so working with a team now and, and building that out, um, you know, working on some courses and stuff like that, again, just to further amplify people doing their purposeful work and using that medium of video to share their vision. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Please share with them how to get a hold of you on some of your companies. Do they do they DM you? What are your your you've got YouTube, you've got other spaces. How do they find Diana Gladney? Uh, you just go to dianagladney.com. You can find me at Diana Gladney on any of the social platforms, except on Twitter. It's the number two uh, at the end because I messed up the first account. So <laughs> <laughs> Oh shoot. Well, you have shared some serious knowledge today. And I hope that those that have watched this segment really 
have left it hopefully feeling inspired, hopefully feeling encouraged that whatever you're going through right now, you can overcome it. She was at her deathbed. This was it. She was going to be gone. And she came back with, nope, this ain't it. I got a second chance. I'm going to make this happen. And she fought through it, of course, with God's help and God's motivation, God's wisdom. But she fought through this thing, and she never gave up. So if you're out there listening, trying to find your way, don't give up. Right? Don't stop. Fail fast, but you're going to get there. You're going to get there. 100%. And your purpose is out there for you. Right, Diana? Oh, yeah. 100%. All right. Well, hey, thanks for taking the time to spend with us. We sure do appreciate you. And for all those people that are watching the segment today, please go back and like or go go check out some of her content. You will find it on all the platforms. You'll find what I fell in love with, which is the YouTube channel. But let's make sure we support Diana and all that she's doing. And if you know someone else out there that's looking or trying to find their way, share this episode. Share this segment with a friend because so many people are struggling trying to find their way. And as always, we look forward to seeing you again at the next Beautiful Now podcast, Chasing the Impossible. Have a great one, guys. Take care. We'll see you next time.